Welcome to Lost Levels Club. Welcome to Lost Levels Club. I have with me tonight Sir Michael. Hello. And myself, Timothy. Hello. We're a book club for games. But not today. Today, we are going to talk about... Leaks. Super Mario Maker 2. The final update. And... Animal Crossing. I know you wish things were different. I wish things were different. Ellie! But they ain't. So let's talk about some leaks. So the first one we're going to talk about, The Last of Us Part 2, was leaked online. How much do you know about this? Well, actually, I've done my best to avoid it all. You're a big Last of Us fan. Of the original. You're a big Naughty Dog fan as well, right? Uncharted and all that. But it's just Uncharted, really. Wait, what does that mean? I don't think they've... They've not made anything else. They've not made anything else in the last decade, I feel. But The Last of Us. Yeah, but... <laughs> and Last of Us, yes. So what, what I wanted to say is, yes, I know there's news, but I've done the complete opposite of research this topic properly to find out what's been leaked because I don't want to be spoiled. I also have no idea what's been leaked. This is like... This is a terrible topic. Like... I am aware that there was a leak, but I have made zero effort to find out what the leak was. I believe it was a story spoiler. I don't know how big a story spoiler. I don't know if it was just like a spoiler for an event or if it was the whole story that was spoiled. Someone I play Call of Duty with did start talking about it. And I was like, no spoilers. And then they were like, yeah, but it's some bullshit. And I was just like, no spoilers. So... I know nothing about it. But it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter, but originally, The Last of Us 2 was delayed indefinitely, but actually now we have a release date, so you actually don't have to avoid spoilers until 19th of June now. Wait, what? It went from it's delayed to it's delayed indefinitely to wait, it's back. It's back, yes. So it's out next month. That's surprisingly soon. But it was still delayed. Are you going to buy it? I don't know. I don't think I care for angsty Ellie. <laughs> then why are we avoiding the spoilers? We should just get it over with. <laughs> but it may be good. It may be good. But, gee, you know, this topic was about uh, to ask you about your views on spoilers. You still care. You shot down your friend. I mean, I don't really want to be spoiled. I feel like I get spoiled about everything because I'm... I'm terrible about keeping up with movies and games and everything. You know, like the backlog. The ba- The whole reason we started this podcast was because the backlog was out of control. And it's still out of control. Like, you know, I've never watched Fight Club. I've been spoiled. I know what the spoiler for Fight Club is. I got spoiled for Horizon Zero Dawn the other day. Oh, really? Like, I know the reason why it's all robot animals everywhere in Horizon Zero Dawn. But is, I thought that was revealed to you quite early on. Not that I want to be spoiled. Oh, oh, is it? I don't know, because I haven't played the game. So you don't care for Last of Us, but you, in general, you don't like being spoiled? Well, I do like, I like... I played Last of Us. I quite enjoyed it. I mean, I did enjoy it at the time. I mean, I'm not sure it was like a... I'm not sure it was the incredible magnum opus that everyone makes it out to be, but it's certainly not a bad game at all. It was on the right line of bleak, of the bleak line. It was just not too bleak. Because the trailers we got for The Last of Us 2 looked really bleak. And have you watched The Road? 
I haven't watched it. You told me about this last time for The Last of Us. You said, have you watched The Road? No, I haven't watched The Road. I haven't even watched Fight Club, man. Do you know why I have such a bad relationship with The Road? I think you have told me, but you could tell the podcast. I was, I went on a date for The Road and that would, you know, after the date, we had nothing to say. We had nothing to say. We just looked at each other like, ugh, just trying to contemplate what the hell we're going to do with the rest of our lives for next for the night. So are you telling me I should watch The Road or I shouldn't? If you don't want a relationship to work out, you should watch The Road. You should take with them the to other see party. The Road. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll keep and that in mind. It's a good thing to have in your toolbox, I feel. <laughs> it's an important weapon if you need to <laughs> shut down a relationship. Yes. If, oh, actually, it's even like with friends as well. It's like if you don't want to pursue this friendship, you can use that tool as well. Is this why you're trying to tell me to watch The Road? <laughs> <laughs> come on come on we'll come around and watch the road together. <laughs> <laughs> shall we talk about another leak well basically all of the 90s nintendo leaked it seems but everything up to the the wii yeah. Inclusive leaked. And it's from the company responsible for the IQ? Yes. So, up until pretty recently, games consoles were illegal in China. And to get around this, you were allowed to have, what, like TV games? Basically, if you couldn't put a cartridge in it, and it just plugged directly into the TV like a controller. That was okay. And so the Chinese version of the N64 was called the IQ. And it was basically an N64 controller that plugged directly into the TV. And it could play... Well, it had some built-in N64 games. So it was kind of like a system on a chip with built-in ROMs version of an N64 the company that made it was called IQ. And basically to allow them to make these TV game versions of Nintendo consoles, Nintendo gave them the source code and technical specs for their games and their consoles. So, you know, effectively, even the chips have source code. They have like Verilog code which defines the way the logic of the chip works. And that leaked too. So, yeah, the hardware, the software, the firmware, the signing keys, like, all of it leaked. But what can you do with all this information? I read that Dolphin would ensure that they, you can't submit requests you can't submit code that touches any of this firmware because they know that they're going to get in trouble. Yeah, because that's the interesting thing. You know, you might immediately think, oh, it will be really useful for emulators because now they can emulate it better. But emulators are legal because they can say, hey, we're not using any of your copyrighted stuff. We're just writing a program that happens to run your ROMs because we've done a clean room reverse engineering of your system. But we don't have any of the original source code or firmware or anything in there. It's completely from the ground up built in a way that just happens to be compatible. But if they've looked at the actual source, then they can't say that anymore. So all of the actual devs on Dolphin have to basically never look at this stuff because otherwise they won't be able to honestly say that it's nothing to do with the leaked code and then Nintendo could go oh copyright infringement and take it down so I'm not so creative with what we could do with this leak yeah it's this thing it's like really interesting but it's also like a poison chalice like once you look at it you can never again say that you have no information about you know, you can't say, oh, it's a completely clean room reverse engineering. So there isn't really anything legal you can do with it. But if you're going into gray areas, 
you know, maybe people will look at it sneakily on the sly and then just happen to write some improvements to the emulators, but just pretend they didn't see it. They just, they had a flash of insight and now it works better, but you know, it won't use any of the same code or just, it'll be written in some other way that does the same thing, but now at least they'll know how it really works. So they won't have to try and genuinely reverse engineer it. If the signing keys have leaked, now I guess they can make legit signed binaries that will run on unhacked consoles, I guess, but only up to the Wii. So maybe that's not really that useful. No. The other thing I thought was interesting was if you don't care about copyright, i.e. you're in China or some other country that just doesn't, you know, IDGAF then you could use this source to make a chip that basically emulates a Wii in hardware. You know, you could make... You know, like, you get those knockoff handheld Nezzers now. Yeah. And, you know, they've gotten really small. I saw one that was literally, like, a phone case, which is crazy. Like, you can get an iPhone case that is a Nez. So you could basically do that for the Wii now. I mean, maybe not a phone case, because obviously it's considerably more complicated. But you could start making these knockoff Nintendo consoles that will basically do everything all the way up to the Wii. Should we move on? Yeah, fine. It's not a leak. I can't even pretend it's the leak. I can't even be... It's not a leak. I just all I can say it's not a leak. Yeah, people have been talking about this in the same news stories as the leak but it's not a leak it's it's the super mario 64 pc version though it's probably basically impossible to get hold of now because it's been cease and desisted everywhere because this really is nintendo copyrighted stuff and they can take it down well actually weirdly the engine isn't copyrighted but the actual the actual super mario 64 game and all the assets is copyrighted So there was a completely clean room project to decompile, basically, Super Mario 64. So a group of people put in a significant amount of effort to write C code that, when compiled, produced exactly the same ROM, byte for byte, as the actual Super Mario 64 ROM dump. And they did it. They literally managed to write some code that perfectly reproduced the Super Mario 64 ROM. And then some other people went and took that code and changed it so that instead of the build targeting an N64, instead it targets a PC and then started modding it and now you can have it run at 4K with ray tracing. With widescreen support. Well, with, with anything you like, really. Yeah, actually, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's like when, you know, when people ported Doom to everything. It's, it's similar to that, right? You know, id Software released the Doom source code and suddenly people were trying to run Doom on their printer because they could. So basically we had the Super Mario 64 source code not because of a leak, although we probably have it because of a leak now as well, which will be kind of interesting to see how the reverse engineered version differs from the leaked version. But yeah, we have a completely clean room reverse engineering of the Super Mario 64 source. And then just like how they ported Doom to everything, I guess this was the start of them porting Super Mario 64 to everything. But because obviously Nintendo didn't sanction this, they're going to try and take it down everywhere too. I mean, in a way, I guess, fair enough if this 35th anniversary rumour really does end up being true and they release, and they do a re-release of Super Mario 64. Yeah, that's right. But also, sad face, because I bet the Switch Super Mario 64 version may have widescreen, but probably won't have ray tracing. I don't know what this means. I don't know what this means, though. It doesn't mean anything. It just—it's just a thing. It's just a thing. What do you, a, what do you mean? It's a one-off. There's—it's not something that can be recycled. The engine is—is is something that they can reuse again. But it doesn't mean that we'll start seeing more of shady ports 
Well, I mean, you could if you wanted. You you could if you wanted. I mean, it's just like how Doom got ported to everything, and now there's funny Doom mods. And I guess if you didn't want Nintendo to cease and desist you, yeah, you could use the engine, just don't use any of the Super Mario 64 assets. So make new character models, new graphics, new textures, a new world map. Do a total conversion, but you can still use the engine. But then if you're going to do that, why would you? Exactly. I don't know. People do make Doom Total conversions, so maybe maybe they really would. It's interesting. People spend so much effort to, to put together something only n- knowing it won't see the light of day. Well, this one did, but... But not for very long. It's out there now. It's on the internet. It will never completely go away. It's going to be floating around on torrent sites and mega downloads and whatever. I'm sure people will continue to share it and you'll be able to find it. But it's an executable, so you'll have to run some shady EXE from the internet. I mean, I wouldn't do that personally. Talking of Mario... Thanks for playing the Super Mario Maker 2 game. We'll be releasing the last major update soon. Now, let's go! This mushroom here is a little different. If Mario picks it up, he'll become Super Mario Bros. 2 Mario. Ride on enemies. And throw them at will. Big enemies. Flying enemies. Even chain chomps are fair game. You can even throw snowballs in snow-themed courses. The frog suit lets you become Frog Mario. It lets you swim through water with ease and run across its surface. Mike, to be honest, you're the one most familiar with the Super Mario franchise. I was asking you if these items were part of the franchise or they, they were going out of franchise, which really exposes me as a, as a moron, if I'm honest. I, okay, so <laughs> the items in question the ones that you were saying are these in the franchise or not they're the ones that were added to the super mario 3d world game style the cannon box the red power box the propeller box blah blah, blah. these are all in super mario 3d world i don't even own that game you own that game which exposes me as a moron you, you just don't remember clearly or did you finish super mario 3d world no i didn't well there you go then that probably explains it so this final update added loads of stuff and again it landed completely out of nowhere there was just suddenly a trailer for the final update of super mario maker 2 i was like oh the final update i wonder what's in it and then watched the trailer and it was amazing everything was in it there was so much in it there was so much more in this update than i think anyone was expecting like if they'd added just the super mario 3d world stuff they'd be like oh cool wow we got loads of new stuff but then there was also the super mario 2 as in non-japanese version doki doki panic mushroom which is huge and completely changed the game style like if they'd added just that they would be like wow this is a massive update and they also added the world maker like you can make world maps like that was a thing that everyone was saying oh why don't they do it it would be so incredible and then they did it And then the most surprising thing was at the end of the update video, they said, and coming on this date. And it was basically like two days away. So it was like, surprise, boom, have this massive update. Oh, and it's in a couple of days. But? But as usual, I'm super disappointed. No, it was really good. The the Mario 2 mushroom alone, I think, is a huge, huge thing. Because it's basically like adding a whole new game style. It's like the Link costume when they added it. And it completely changed the gameplay. The Mario 2 Mushroom completely changes the gameplay. Like suddenly you can stand on the enemies and you can pick them up and you can throw them. And you can do crazy stuff like you can pick up a bullet bill and throw it and then stand on it. Like you've got a whole different way to navigate the level. Or I even saw one where you pick up a Goomba and throw it and jump on the Goomba and you can stand on it while it's like floating and flying away. It's a really significant addition to the game like it's it's completely changed a lot of stuff the troll possibilities are amazing there have been so many great troll levels that i've seen as usual i am a bit disappointed by the world maker i have to say 
because it's just a glorified level select screen in the end. I think the reason the idea of a world maker excited me was if the world map itself had a gameplay element to it. So, you know, we did talk about this previously. Like how would how would I make a better Mario Maker? Like what what would I make if I was trying to make a Mario Maker game? And you know, I was saying if you had a world map, that's a way to curate levels. You know, you can you can be a great level designer, but even if you're not great at making levels, you could be great at choosing levels. You know, so you could curate a really amazing set of levels that thematically go together. But you can't really do that with a world maker because you can only choose your own levels to put into the world. So it's a nice way for you to showcase your levels, but it's not a good way to go and find a great set of levels that other people have made and package them together for you to play. You can only have one super world as well which is your super world you can have multiple worlds in it so that you can have up to like eight worlds of i can't remember how many levels but whatever you know so you can make a whole mario game i guess in a sense but they're still all levels that you've designed and then the other major thing missing sadly is the alternate paths so there's no sense of discovery you can see all the levels up front it's not like the amazing thing that happened in Mario World, which is some levels have more than one exit and you, you don't know where it's going to branch off to. Like There are whole other hidden worlds. Like, that doesn't happen in this, sadly. But I guess that would have been too ambitious and a really, really major change since you'd have had to allow more than one end of level in the course designer as well and I don't know. I think it's just too big a change. Maybe for Mario Maker 3? So the update is out. It's been out for ages now. Have you have you played it? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not true. I started up Mario Maker. I played like one level. But yeah, I've, I've hardly played it. I mean, they really did add a lot. There's like the Mecha Coopers, there's the Cooperlings, like they just there's so much they added to this update. They did a really great job. But again, weirdly, I've said it before, I think I enjoy watching other people play Mario Maker more than I actually enjoy playing Mario Maker. I've yet to actually design a level, even playing other levels. I mean it's kind of fun, but it's just somewhere on the backlog you know my priority of what game i'm going to play it's not at the top it's crazy they made the game that a lot of people wanted but it's not the game that people really wanted <laughs> is that, really is that true i think for people who like mario maker they're really playing it but i think weirdly for me i've never really enjoyed playing mario maker as much as i've enjoyed watching other people play troll levels in mario maker I think it's just there's just something really relaxing about watching someone play a troll level. Way more relaxing than playing a troll level yourself. You know, it's like it's like watching, you know, it's like playing a survival horror game versus watching someone else play a survival horror game. It's literally like that. Like when you see someone else get relentlessly trolled, it's hilarious. Like and you know when they're like, "Oh, should I do this or should I do that?" It's like, "Surprise, it wasn't A or B, it's option C that you didn't even see." But when it's you, it's like, this is actually quite stressful. Now, you know, is it going to take me an hour to finish this level? Okay. Yeah, but there's so many possibilities they've added. You know, all of these new elements they've added interact with each other in new and surprising ways. It's a great update. It's a great final update. Yeah. Swings and roundabouts. There might be small bug fix patches, I guess, but... Yeah, I suppose this is the last major content update. Maybe they'll do DLC. But then again, DLC would kind of split the community. Because, you know, they'd have to make... I'm sure that the number of people who make levels versus the number of people who play levels, you know, is hugely weighted in favour of people who just play and don't make. So you'd have to make it so that you had to buy the DLC to play the levels too. Yeah. And I don't know... 
does the player base sustain that? It might do. I think people who are passionate about Mario Maker really like Mario Maker. It it really the troll meta as well. It keeps moving on, and it keeps they they keep finding new ways to surprise and delight and frustrate. It's really because like, you know they fix so many bugs between Mario Maker one and two or they, they changed so many things. And at first it seemed like, oh, there's all these cool things that you used to be able to do in Mario Maker 1 that you can't do in Mario Maker 2. But the trolls adapted. They just found new ways to do new and surprising things. It's, it's really it's really quite remarkable the, some of the things that people have done. Like, like, a very minor tangent. You know, like, auto-levels? You know where you just, like, hold right and the level plays itself? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I saw an amazing troll level where... You know, it was a classic troll level with like subverting your expectations and you think you should do this, but then that kills you and you have to do something else, right? And when when the guy finally fought his way all the way to the, what he thought was the end of the troll level, it just took him to like an auto-scroller that had like written out in blocks, like this big text, auto-level, hold right, and then killed him. And it took sent him right back to the start of the level <laughs> and he just held right and the level played itself like crazy springs popped out and like other enemies appeared that weren't there before like came out of pipes and things and it perfectly it perfectly worked out that he happened to get through some completely different path through the level and go through some other pipe that he couldn't have gone through before and finish the level like the whole troll level was really secretly an auto level it was a work of genius like, these people are so creative. So, Super Mario Maker troll videos are still on your playlist. You're still following this. You love it that much. I honestly think it's my favorite thing to watch on YouTube. Like, you know, when they say hit subscribe and ring the bell, you know, like the only thing I've rung the bell for and said, alert me for every video is Carl Sagan 42's Troll Mario Maker 2 levels. So good. I have one last thing. Have they switched off server support for the original Mario Maker? That's a good question. I have no idea. Do the original Mario Maker levels work? They don't, do they? They don't. I, You know, I remember before Mario Maker 2 came out, I was really convinced that they would because they did that final patch to Mario Maker that changed the physics a bit. And I thought they were doing that because they were trying to align it with Mario Maker 2. But no, Mario Maker 1 levels do not work in Mario Maker 2. But you should just get the sequel. I I think Mario Maker 2 has its own suite of really incredible levels at this point. But I'm surprised. I'm surprised they just didn't roll it on. move on to the main event animal crossing new horizons not event horizon animal crossing event horizon would be an amazing crossover it would have been but yes animal crossing new horizons so there's quite a few sort of cultural things going on well it's been incredibly successful 13.41 million copies sold in six weeks i have seen signs i have seen pictures of shelves saying only one copy of animal crossing per customer for those buying physical copies i'm thinking why would you buy more than one copy but i guess you might be buying a copy for your friend or you might be buying all the copies up to sell them on the black market yeah also i'm I'm hearing stories of households having more than one copy of animal crossing 
well, they'll be disappointed if they do because your island is saved on the Switch, not on the cartridge. Yep, so it's for their multiple Switches. Okay. Well, I guess they want to be able to play simultaneously. Yeah. Has Animal Crossing benefited from the lockdown in many places, do you think? People are playing it as an escape from grim reality. Yes. If if you're going to go with that line, yes. That sounds like a good line. It's just so weird because, you know, I haven't played any of the previous Animal Crossing games. Right. So I, I'm vaguely aware of certain Animal Crossing memes like Tom Nook lending you money and being kind of a jerk. I mean, I, obviously these memes are kind of jokes, like him threatening to break your legs or something. I, I don't think he's like that in the game, but I guess I don't really know that much about Animal Crossing. There's just so many bizarre stories coming out, like paying to have priority on selling turnips. It's crazy that people are putting so much dedication into earning money from turnips. I don't understand the commitment, the need. I've just seen so many people posting about this. Like I, I got invited into a chat group from friends who were all playing Animal Crossing and who were all trying to convince me to buy Animal Crossing. And all they were talking about was the price of turnips. Like they're saying, what's your turnip price? Oh, 120. Oh, mine's only 115. Oh, mine's 60. You know, like they were just talking about the price of turnips every day. And I had to Google it. And then I learned, yes, there's this thing called the stalk market, which is obviously a pun on the stock market. And actually, I don't think that I don't think the person who sells you the the turnips is really called this, or she's not called this in the current game. Maybe she was called, maybe the turnip seller was called this in the past. But there was Sal Jones, you know, like the Dow Jones, who sells you the turnips that you try and profit on on the stalk market. I do like these puns. I do like them. Yeah. So once a week, you can buy turnips, and then the price of turnips will fluctuate throughout the week, so you have to try and sell them at a profit. And they go bad, is what I heard? Yeah, the, the turnips will spoil by the following week. So you, basically, you buy them on a Sunday, and you have to sell them by the Saturday night, or they'll go bad. I also read something that said, like, turnips are very sensitive to time paradoxes. So if you time travel with turnips, they'll go bad as well. I was like, wait, what? Because apparently there's this whole thing about time traveling. Like, again, I saw some really funny memes of, like, how I imagined Animal Crossing to be. And it's showing, like, the happy island of all the little animals. And it's like, what Animal Crossing is actually like. And it shows, you know, the villager in the TARDIS, you know, traveling through time. Because I heard that what a lot of people were doing before was like depositing a load of bells in the bank account basically bells being the currency in animal crossing and then like traveling a hundred years in the future and withdrawing them and then going back into the past and depositing them again to continually profit from the interest you know like this is what people were doing to develop their islands faster the bank pays interest i'm not sure i'm i think it may have been patched or nerfed but i think on original release the money you put in the cash machine bank thingy paid out interest yeah this is madness i thought people were time traveling to get buildings quicker oh i think they did that too obviously yeah but time traveling a day versus time traveling 100 years is ridiculous yeah i mean you know i i don't know the details because you know i'm not a time lord but I, i heard it's a i heard it's a thing it's enough of a thing that if you if you read up about animal crossing like there's literally a whole section on time travel and how to successfully time travel and things to watch out for if you're time traveling with turnips and stuff there's also drugs well there's not really drugs but there seems to be the perception of facebook thinking that people talking about animal crossing are talking about drugs yeah because there's there's two key words facebook is looking for weed and trade and when you're trading weed, that's not good. Yeah, people are selling, what, weeding services? Or are they just buying weeds of other people's islands? I don't know. Because you do need weeds to craft some things, I think. Yeah, but I don't think they're using them in the same, even in the same sentence. It's just Animal Crossing has a lot of trading and people complain about weeds. 
So I think if you really looked at what was going on in those posts, you well, obviously, if you're really looking at those posts, you would know there was no weed trading going on. But the robot doesn't know that. The robot just sees the words and brings down the banhammer. So I love the the note here. It says, could members not use the terms weed or trade on the same post? Facebook has been deleting them. They must think we're running narcotics. Try using synonyms like wildflowers, gardening, tidying, etc. <laughs> it's censorship, man. It's censorship. It's actually like what people have to do to evade the firewall, like the Great <laughs> Firewall of China, I've just realised. It's kind of funny. This is the one place where... <laughs> This is the West's experience of it. It's actually also funny that Animal Crossing has been banned in China. Like, of all the games to be banned for political content, Animal Crossing has been banned in China for political content. (laughs) Because you can make your own designs. It's actually kind of surprising that they let you do this. Like, It seems like a really un-Nintendo thing to do. Right, because like, there's nothing to stop you making like literally anything. So I'm kind of shocked that Nintendo allow it. I mean, I'm glad that they allow it, but it really seems like a very, you know, for a company that forces you to use friend codes, I'm kind of surprised they allow you just to make literally any drawing you like and make it available to other people who come to your island and share your designs over the internet. But there is a Hong Kong protest island, basically. There is an island that is full of Hong Kong protest artwork, and it has, like, a picture of Carrie Lam with a dog food bowl near her face, and, like, pictures of Xi Jinping, as if it's, like, a funeral or something. I don't know. But as a result of this Hong Kong protest island, Animal Crossing is banned in China. You can't even protest. Well, you can have a protest on the island, just with not that many people. With like eight people, maybe. Yeah, like... It just feels like it got blown way out of proportion. Because it's not like you've got crowds of like tens of thousands of people gathering on this island to protest. Like, you can literally invite single-digit figures, number of people to your island. It just happened to get a load of publicity. I guess the, the propaganda isn't good, though. Propaganda? Um, as in all the merch, or the designs, or the... I don't know. I don't really know how it all works in Animal Crossing. Yeah, I don't really know either, to be honest. Maybe it's virally spreading. Maybe everyone's getting these designs and sharing them. And they don't want people in the mainland to do it too. I don't know. I mean, I think it was never officially on sale there. But I heard that they pulled or tried to block all the unofficial sales of it as well. I don't think there's ever been a game that has... No, no, I say that. Pokemon Go seems like the last one where everyone was talking about it. Everyone, even non-gamers. No, that's not true. It's not that mainstream, is it? Animal Crossing. Is it? Tell me. Uh, tell, uh, me tell me about the reach I of Animal Crossing. I, I don't think it's quite reached Pokemon Go levels of... what? What's the word here? Of... What is the word here? Engagement. Engagement. There you go. That's a good word. Like, my mum isn't playing it, for example. That's surprising. That is surprising. But a whole bunch of my mum's Pokemon Go friends are playing it, I can tell you. And, I mean, basically, obviously, you need a Switch to play it. So I don't think it's going to reach Pokemon Go levels. But if there's a Switch in your household... A lot of people who wouldn't traditionally play games are playing it. I've heard Pocket Camp has had a good month. Well, Pocket Camp still isn't available in Hong Kong, so I wouldn't know. (laughs) So your mum's friends have got it. Who else has got it? Well, you've got it. And so have you. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I capitulated. I finally bought it. I just kept seeing... Okay, there were all the turnip posts and i was like what is this turnip nonsense but they started posting the pictures too and then my my youtube like feed was just suddenly full of animal crossing like it was everywhere and then i was like 
This does look quite cute. cute it does dogs. look quite cute. Yeah, I know. And then and then there's Isabel, and I was like, oh yeah, Isabel. And then yeah, so well, I bought it. Did did you buy it for yourself or did you buy it for April? I bought it for April. We bought it on the same day. It, in the end. In the end. It was a real mission to buy it, actually, for me, because my Switch was set to the US store, because if you, if you set your Switch to the Hong Kong region, it's all in Chinese, and the eShop becomes this weird other eShop where you have to download codes and enter them, and like I just, to this day, don't understand it. And Nintendo decided my credit card was no good. They must have cracked down more on the regional checking of credit cards. So suddenly I couldn't buy stuff off the US eShop. And I tried to switch to the Hong Kong one, but I couldn't find Animal Crossing on the Hong Kong eShop. I mean, I think it is there. Just I was searching for it wrong somehow. Same. It is there. Yeah. You, the name in Chinese is not Animal Crossing. You have to type in the Chinese characters to find it. Whatever. So in the end, I actually had to change my eShop region to the UK. And luckily, I still have a UK credit card. So it eventually worked. So I was able to buy it. You you did manage to buy it off the Hong Kong eShop, right? Yeah, I did. Um, I was going to go UK and then April came in and saved us. Yeah, I mean, you do have the advantage of having a wife who can actually read Chinese. So let's hear it. What did you call your island? My island is called Winners. And what are you called? I'm called Mike. I was really, you know, I was, I actually thought about this quite a lot. I was like, what should I call myself in this game? It's like, should I use like my gamer tag, like Katsu? And then I was just like, I don't know. This feels more like a real name kind of game. (laughs) No? A real name kind of game. Yeah. I don't want Isabel to be calling me Katsu. Fine. So uh, so in the game, I'm called Mike. And yeah, my island is called Winners. Winners being the village in the UK I grew up in. How about you? I tried to push the same name. Naming scheme. Scheme, naming scheme. Uh, but April wasn't having that. So we named it the... The name of the estate I lived in when I moved to Hong Kong. Oh, really? But we removed the second word because we couldn't fit it in. Okay. Are you going to say the word? Harbour. Where she fits. It's, a, it's quite a nice island name. I, I do think it's really funny and interesting to see what people have named themselves, named their islands, and also the titles they've given themselves. Have you changed the title in your passport? Yes, but it's still a very low-key one. I mean, some funny examples. I have a friend who called their island Island. Which was like... In fact, what was funny is, when, you know, I had just started the game and I was there in, you know, this turnip trading chat group. And I messaged them and said, hey, what did you call your island? I need some inspiration. And they're like, oh, I just call my island island. And I was like, okay, you're the wrong person to ask for inspiration. <laughs> the, you know, some others, I saw one called Utopia, which is good, which is very aspirational. It was very nice. I think they put hundreds of hours into it. I saw one called Moontune, one called Isonation. I don't know, so some quite imaginative names. Also, on the titles, so I'm Anonymous Egg. Uh, Some other examples. Someone is Legendary Trash. (laughs) Yes. And also Weak Person, which I thought was really funny. And because they came to visit my island, and like one of my villagers is always going like, I'm so impressed by so-and-so's title, Weak Person. I wish I'd thought of that. (laughs) I was just like, lol. It's fun. It's really fun. It's a slow burn kind of game too. Like what's quite nice about it in a way is you can't just like totally binge it. You can't just like grind and grind and grind it and like finish the game because things kind of take real time. And so you don't feel like you have to grind it. You like fire it up and play for half an hour and you do a few chores and then you put it down again and then you see what comes up tomorrow. Like maybe tomorrow someone's going to come and visit. Maybe tomorrow this building will be finished. How do you feel about it being real time? 
during playing half an hour, you I guess you can just time it. I mean, maybe if it was the only game I had and I had loads and loads of time, I'd find it frustrating because I'd be like, but I want the new shop now. But there's so many other things to play. And I've also got work to do. So being able to just like play for 30 minutes to an hour at lunchtime, get my chores done. It's quite nice. Get your chores done. Get my chores done. Yeah, that's right. I've got to hit those rocks, chop those trees, dig up those fossils. Find the bottle. Find the bottle. What do you think about all the puns? I mean, I love puns. You should know this. It's actually very well written. It's I found a centipede. Well 99 more and I'll have a dollarpede. It's just so cute and charming. It is. It's also very overwhelming. Overwhelming? There's too much to do. And are you trying to min-max it? Like, you're all about min-maxing everything. Are you not hurting inside every time you realise you missed an opportunity? I'm I'm trying to get into the spirit of Animal Crossing and just let stuff happen. I'm trying not to min-max stuff. I'm trying not to like be thinking like, oh, I could have built that shop two days ago if I just ground harder for Iron Nuggets. You know, I'm just like, eh, the shop just is going to take another day or two. Are you going to be on the turnips? I feel like I have to be on the turnips because... People have given me loads of money to buy turnips with. Like, I thought I was doing okay because I had like 50k saved up from, you know, selling bugs and stuff. And went to visit a friend's island and they were like, oh, do you need some money to buy some plants from the plant seller who's visiting today? It's like, oh, no, it's okay. I've got 50k. And like, is that all? You're so poor. Here, have quarter of a million bells boom and they just like dropped it on me and then other friends came by and they were like oh you're so poor here have 100k and then you know dropped 99,000 bells on me so I've got like three or four hundred thousand now but they specifically said use this money to buy turnips so I feel like I have to buy turnips with them like I could pay off the loan on my house and get the next bigger house but they they literally said buy turnips play the stock market okay so that's your life for the next few weeks. I don't know. We'll see. It seems like such a faff. And also it's going to be like, it's going to be as stressful as the real stock market. Actually, probably less stressful <laughs> at the moment. Like, well, no, maybe not. It's probably, it's probably more volatile than the real stock market. Like, because I think the turnips always sell for between like 90 and 120-ish or something. And then I think they can go as high as 600-ish. I asked for the turnip price today just to see what it was. And it was like 60. Imagine if I bought them at 120 and they were only 60. Like, I'd be wiped out. Even the real Dow Jones doesn't do that. <laughs> yes. So April came in to interrupt this recording because she came across a Gryffindor robe. Is that right? So I have a robe called like graduation gown and it's in like red and gold colors it looks like the harry potter robes for gryffindor and when i was visiting a friend's island it was on sale in their clothes shop and i was like oh i'm buying this so i have basically what i think of as like gryffindor robes and a wizard's hat and they also gave me a magic wand so i have like a harry potter outfit are you wearing the harry potter outfit currently no, I'm currently the hot dog prince. So they had, like, again, I got given so much stuff because these friends have been playing it for like a month before me. And they were just like, take all these random things. Like, I have, what? Well, so among the many outfits they gave me is like a little prince's costume with like a little cape. And then a different friend came around and gave me a hot dog hat that looks like a Frankfurter. So... I'm currently the hot dog prince. Before that, I was like the blind gangster. I had like a black fedora, like a mobster from the 20s or something, and a waistcoat, and then an eye mask. You know, like the sleeping eye masks. I was just wearing one of those. I just, I just couldn't see anything. I had, I had the <laughs> eye mask on my eyes, and I had like a surgical mask on my mouth. So, so those have been my outfits so far. There's so many clothes. There's so many cute things to do. 
It's just so charming. I mean, also, everyone's so nice. Like, I think you can't... Like, things might take a little longer, but I don't think you can really miss out on anything. You know, they'll help you along. I'm not sure it was always like this. Like, I, I think maybe Animal Crossing apparently used to be quite mean. From what I've heard, like, Tom Nook apparently used to be way meaner. And there was also Mr. Resetti. He used to shout at you if you reset without saving. But then apparently, after they introduced Isabel, they just made all the characters really nice. And, and they're really nice now. Like, Tom Nook is basically just, like, giving you money. He's like, oh, yeah, just pay it back at some point. It's true. I mean, you don't have to ever pay him back. I mean, he won't continue to extend your house until you do, but you don't need to. Anything else to mention before we finish? What makes Mike's Island Mike's Island? There's nothing to it yet. It's pretty sparse. It's got my my island's got Stonehenge on it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's that, there you go. That that's 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 one of its unusual features, I guess. It has Stonehenge on it. I got it from a seagull that washed up on the shore. Have you been playing it, or is it just April? I have been playing it. Ten minutes a day, twenty minutes a day. Oh dear. It's lucky that April's the resident representative and not you. I'm really glad that she is, because I cannot be bothered with all the mining, resource collecting. I just think it's interesting. The game has such appeal, right? Like, April wouldn't usually play a game like... Well, wouldn't, I would, I'm not going to say wouldn't play a game like this, but wouldn't play any game that much, right? Yes. But there's just something about this game that's just really charming and really fun. She's laughing out loud at the puns. It's just so cute. The animals are cute. Like, the look of the game is so cute. Who are your villagers? Deirdre. I don't remember the other one. It's okay. I don't even know why I asked. I don't even know what the villagers are. But I've heard, I've, I've even read stories about people trying to get rid, because there's a, there's a set of villagers you can get, like from a database. And if you don't play nice with them, they will leave. Yeah, p- people know what villagers they, I think people have been playing Animal Crossing a lot have in mind the villagers they want because some of the villagers are particularly cute or particularly funny or something i don't know so uh, again amongst my friends who've been playing they're just like oh i hate this person i can't wait to get them off my island and they're just walking around like hitting them with a net to try and like (laughs) anger them just like get off get off my island you should visit we need to visit each other's island so i can send you stuff by post Yes, we do. The plan was to visit after this. We were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. Please, please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Please, please, please. You can find us on email. Mike.and.ting at lostlevels.club. On Twitter. At Lost Levels Club. Anywhere else? Reddit. Slash r slash Lost Levels Club. So, Michael, what are you grateful for today? <sighs> I once again forgot that this was coming. <laughs> I am grateful that they had double, they extended the double XP weekend and had 24-7 shipment in COD. I've hit max rank already this season. Battle Pass 2? No. Get to work, Sir Mike. So Michael says bye. Bye bye.